In this episode, I'm going to share with you why mutiny of the mind happens, what you can do about it, and four tips on how to be more successful and set goals and actually achieve them. Hi, I'm Michaela Leon, and I'm all about helping you become fit, vibrant, and healthy so that you'll have more time to invest in the ones that you love, which also means you. Yes, you. Now imagine with me, if you will, a beautiful ship with massive sails, gliding with ease and grace along the ocean. Aboard we have a captain, and she is directing the ship, directing the ship to new waters and adventures. The crew who handles moving the ship is listening, and they're off sailing to great seas. This is a fabulous day because everything's going in the right direction. Everything's going as planned. Now say something begins to happen and shift between the captain and the crew. The captain decides that she wants to change direction and she commands the crew to change direction all of a sudden. The crew members are not in agreement with this particular decision and they start to talk among themselves on how to overtake the ship. This is mutiny. Many things can occur at this point of conflict, like getting lost at sea, losing control, or even crashing. You make decisions every day from a logical standpoint, but if you've also created unconscious habits that are in opposition of those choices, you'll never reach your goals. You have two minds, your conscious mind and your unconscious mind. The conscious mind is only five to 10% of who you are. That's the part of you that's listening, watching me right now. It makes the decisions and choices that you face every day. The other 90 to 95% of who you are is unconscious. So it runs your body. Pretty much everything about who you are is unconscious. Think of that image, if you've ever seen an Im image of an iceberg where there's this little tip at the top and then what is below the surface is massive. That's kind of like you and me. Only a tip of us is conscious. The rest of us is full, rich, underneath the depths and can be mysterious sometimes. Now stop for a moment. Who's breathing you right now? That's your unconscious. You don't have to think about it. Your unconscious is also the domain of your emotions and we're all learning change and behavior occurs. Get it? All learning behavior and change. Make sure you watch my video on confidence so you can learn more about training your unconscious when it comes to things like confidence and creating new strategies. The majority of who you are lives in your unconscious. Your conscious mind, think of the captain, is the goal setter and your unconscious mind is the goal getter. You got to get your ship going in the right direction to actually achieve different things. So now is the time to understand why, so you can get back to sailing new seas and actually getting to the destinations that you desire. This relationship between these two minds is the most important of your life. It is who you are, the most important relationship of your life. While there are many functions of your unconscious mind to prevent overwhelm, I'm only going to share four today keep it simple, to introduce you to the depths of your amazingness. Number one is that it runs your body. Remember I just said, stop, who's breathing you right now? How do you think your organs, your blood, how everything is moving perfectly, how do you think that's happening? 
Imagine if you had to consciously think about everything that's going on. You would fall over. I know I would. That is your unconscious mind running your body. Wouldn't it, if you look at different things that say you're unconscious or your subconscious is this bad being, it's running your body. Well, you know, you need to trust the thing that's mostly who you are and understand it. So need I say more? It's, it runs your body. So understand that it's an integral part of your life experience. It's running this vehicle that you're experiencing life through. Number two is that it stores and organizes your memories. That's where they are. Your unconscious mind is this huge memory bank. It stores everything that's ever happened to you. Everything. It's just there. It's this huge memory bank. Some memories are just fleeting. There are others that have a strong emotional depth to them that are stored really deep and hard to access. There are things like hypnosis that can help recall different emotions that are deep within the unconscious that the conscious mind cannot remember. Because your conscious mind, we love our conscious mind. It acts as a filter. If we had to remember everything that we learned, that would be overwhelming. It has been said that by the age of 21, the memory that we have in our memory banks is about the size. Well, this doesn't exist anymore, but for those of you in my age bracket, will know what this is, that the memory bank is as big as the Encyclopedia Britannica, which was huge. Now I'm sure it could be possibly even more with the adding of the internet, who knows, but needless to say, it's a huge memory bank. Number three, emotions, emotions, emotions. Did I say emotions? It's where your emotions live. And some of the things, how it deals with emotions is that it represses emotions sometimes in order to preserve and protect the body. Cause one of its highest things is to preserve the body. And one way is if we are going through a very traumatic experience, to protect our body, especially if you don't have the tools to deal with it yet, it will repress it because it knows that you don't have the experience to deal with it. So it'll repress it like an accident, trauma, divorce, death of a loved one. Sometimes the emotion is so strong that we don't know how to process it or to feel it properly. So it'll do that because you don't know how to deal with it yet. It'll keep some of the emotions deep within the depths for protection doesn't say it's always a good thing, but in the time, if it can't deal, like if we're going through something and something traumatic happens, it'll be like, okay, we can't deal with that right now. That's pretty bad. But remember it stores every memory and I'm sure that was traumatic. So it'll go deep within your unconscious ready to deal with at some point, because no matter what, at some point you're going to have to work through that because it'll come up in a disease of some sort illness, who knows? We're all unique in how we process things, but it will come up some way or other. And some things can be PTSD. It will come up unless it's fully expressed. So with it repression, it's doing that to protect you in the moment. And the reason why it's important to deal with it, because it can lead to outbursts of aggression, anger, sickness, to so many different things. Emotions are more important than you can possibly understand. And, uh, they need to be respected. And on top of that, it also presents emotions where it's just like, got to think of your unconscious mind, like developmentally, it's like a five to seven year old child. So it's, it's very simple. So when you start to work and get emotional work done and it sees that, oh, you know how to deal with this, it'll start presenting things. And you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to deal with emotions, but it's like a kid saying, 
here, mommy or daddy, I know that you're knowing how to do this. Here, deal with this sadness, deal with this. Because have you ever been somewhere and then all of a sudden you're sad? I mean, okay, if you watch something, if you're triggered by something, that's another thing. But you can just be doing something and all of a sudden this wave of emotion comes and you're like, where the hell did that come from? That's kind of what your unconscious does sometimes. And it's not bad. It's just understanding emotions. It's just sad in our Western world that we're taught to repress them fully when they start to come up. But your unconscious is like, okay, I'm ready to release this. It's time. And you're like, no, I don't want to deal with you. But it's just, it's wanting to express and to get out of you so that you can have a better life experience and get, especially a lot of, you're not going to repress happy emotions. I mean, let's get real here for a second because they feel good. Negative emotions are just intense by nature and we're just not taught in the Western world how to work with them. So it's this whole dynamic. I'll leave a couple links in the description where you can look at some of the other videos where I talk about emotions, but that's pretty much your emotions live in your unconscious. So just think about that. That's 90 to 95% of who you are. And number four, it does not process negatives. Your unconscious mind doesn't process negatives. So remember this is 90 to 95% of who you are and the goal getter. So what this means is it doesn't even see it. So for example, if you say to yourself, I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be fat. Oh, I don't want to be this. Oh, I don't want to do that. I want you to pay attention to two things here. First off, what I'm talking about is the negatives. Your unconscious mind doesn't recognize. Okay. Sometimes you have to speak English, right? I, this one says it does not process negatives, but when we're attaching a strong emotion to a statement, pay attention to that. So when we say things like that, or if you've heard someone say things like that, especially with a strong emotion, which it's backed by emotion, is that what usually is being created instances that create poorness or unhealthiness or a bad relationship because it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. It's like this focus. Plus it doesn't recognize the negative. And being an excellent servant, which it is, and a goal getter, it's going to present to you what you're putting your focus on. Even if you're not recognizing that you're doing it, like, oh, it's like, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be in debt. I don't, but you're saying to yourself, I want be in debt. I want to be poor. I want, so it's like you're creating these things where it's constantly happening and then you're feeding the cycle of, I don't want this anymore, but it's, you can stop it once you recognize it. So other ways to express it, to get the same goal, the same desire, I should say, is I desire to be abundant. I am abundant. Even the energy and the emotion that, uh, is projected when I say those are two entirely different things. So pay attention how you're saying things and how that's coming up in your life. Once again, that's a whole other conversation. I'm keeping this simple and breaking it down in some of the top four, just to start to get a better relationship and understand how your unconscious works. Because look at it this way. If I say to you, don't think of a blue tree, you cannot to not think about a blue tree. You have to think about a blue tree because I just told you not to, but you're going to think about it. It's the same thing when we say certain things to ourselves, pay attention, take the time to train your brain. It's an excellent servant, but a terrible master. And you have more power than you can recognize. And 
sometimes it just takes retraining, building this habit. As I mentioned before, check out the video I made on the confidence and that strategy and the competence, and you'll understand how the steps occur when it comes to learning. Wake up to your awesome and start creating the life that you deserve. Remember to subscribe to keep healthy momentum with your healthy living goals. Use the chat box below to let me know your thoughts on today's topic and what you would like me to talk more about. If you need help with the Healthy Living Reset, check out the 14-Day Beauty Detox at yourbeautydetox.com. Remember, with healthy living, every action counts. It's like a bank account that adds up. Just be kind to yourself in the process.